Welcome to Disruption Nation, a new podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business, expand your influence, and disrupt the space you're in. Now, without any further ado, coming to you live from the heart of the Galleria inside the Houston Real Producer Studio, it's Disruption Nation with your host, Taylor Wadehofer. What's up? Welcome back. Taylor Wadehoff for Disruption Nation. We have uh, Ty Smith with uh, Cross Country Mortgage joining us today. Super, uh, super excited to get into our interview in here in just a second. For those of you that are not familiar with Disruption Nation, it is, uh, it is a show, it is a segment, it is a little bit in your, in your life, in your face of uh, somebody that's disrupting their space in a positive way. And so we, uh, you know, we bring some of the best of the best that uh, the greater Houston area has to offer. And so that is how we got to be here today with Mr. Ty Smith, formerly Envoy Mortgage, literally right across the street. We're, uh, by the way, in the uh, Houston Real Producer Studios, M5250 right here, Uptown Galleria. I know it's near and dear to your heart. You don't live too far. And nope. I mean, as long as I've known him, he's been in the building literally across the street at McHugh and Westheimer. And so uh, recently relocated, okay, you can now, now find him. What is that? It's not Upper Kirby, it's the village, but not the village. It's, on, it's really River Oaks. Um, River Oaks. Yeah. What's, um, what street is that right there? Uh, we're at West Gray. West Gray, uh, West Gray. Uh, uh, really right across the street from the Kroger's. Matter of fact uh we're in the old uh gary green uh better home that's right building so, yep shout out to jj um, mm-hmm. was in that office for a long time but um great guy very successful huge team and uh, just well known you know uh you know a lot of uh, we've shared a ton you know dozens if not hundreds of you know uh, realtor clients over over the last 10 years you are is it 12 years, 17 years in, in the, in the, in the industry? Uh, 17 years total started, uh, in actually San Marcos, uh, went to school there at what was then Southwest Texas, now Texas state. Um, and, uh, worked for several years, uh, there in San Marcos. That's where we really started, uh, our, you know, in the mortgage business myself. And there's actually, uh, several other guys, one being my brother that worked for me that I went to school with and, and then we migrated to Houston. So I've been here in the Houston market since really, 0506, you know, uh, been in the business since 2001. Awesome. Shout out to Clay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, but yeah, man, so you recently moved. So basically, um, thank you for being here. I, yeah, pre- I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, awesome. Thanks yeah. for uh, making time for us uh, uh-huh. today. So um, tell us a little bit about what you think the market's doing right now in your mm-hmm. space, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, as far as just a little bit about you know the service that Cross Country Mortgage provides. I know Sean Brennan is a uh, is, is a heavy hitter, and I think that's your right hand or number one, or you mm-hmm. guys are both sure. you know, running y'all's operation over there. So yep. give us the breakdown, because I mean, like I said, I've known you as Envoy, right? This is a new thing for you in a new space. So uh, you know, kudos. I know it would you know you wouldn't have made the move if it wasn't obviously in in, in the direction that you know mm-hmm. where, where you see your business going. So Let's you know a little bit about you and the, you know just the market right now and what you uh, see and what you're excited about with uh, with cross country over there um, sure. in your new spot. So one uh, thing that we're really excited about, just a quick story. Uh, my brother Clay Smith, he's been a loan officer basically since he was like a sophomore uh, going to school at Southwest Texas. He lived with me, and uh, I remember we used to get internet leads, and I threw him a lead and said, "Hey, you know, try to close this deal." Um, sure enough, the, the boy closes it and uh, <laughs> uh, made about $4,000 on this thing. And uh, I was like, you know, he was working at the grist mill. And if you've ever been out that way and been in New Braunfels, you know, the grist mill, he was a waiter there. And I said, hey, look, okay, you, you, know, you got, got lucky there. Don't quit your job. And sure enough, he that day quit his job uh, and didn't tell me. And uh, But basically, that was that was where uh, Clay got started. But uh, That's great. But, I, not, uh, Clay, I did not know that story. One, um, one thing we're really excited about is uh, at Cross Country is, is control. We've got a lot of control. Now, um, don't get me wrong, you know, Envoy Mortgage was a, a, a fantastic place to work. Uh, we loved it there. It just, in the end, um, it, you know, what, you know, we didn't feel like it was ours. Um, and, and what Cross Country does is give you a little bit more independence to the sense of, um, uh, you know, well, first off, our corporate office is in Cleveland, Ohio. So they're a long ways away from us, one. Two, uh, they give us a lot of control on how we want to set up 
um, underwriting and closing and things like that. Uh, typically, a mortgage office is going to um, have control of their processing, right? But when it comes down to underwriting and the closers and so on and so forth, uh, mortgage companies don't like to give control of that up. And, and there's mm -hmm. some reasons why, but we felt like we had been in the business long enough. Uh, Kristen Striegel, who's our uh, operations manager, who's just, uh, just a phenomenal um, mortgage person, and just her knowledge is just, I just, you know, it's unmatched as far as I'm concerned uh, of what she's able to go and do and, and get things done. But, you know, uh, they were able to give us control of underwriting and closing, meaning they're in our office, the closer and the underwriter, they're right there. And they support us. And, and really only us at our branch. And what that does is things like this. Like my brother just closed a transaction in eight days. Okay, he got the transaction, of How course. How that happen? Well, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he got the transaction last mm -hmm. Wednesday. They made application with him. We got a clear to close today. And he said, make sure you mention it on the show, which I'm, I'm happy to do. But uh, it was one of these that's situations crazy. where the client just wouldn't go to him. They had their approval at BB&T. They're coming from Tennessee, I think. And, and BB&T is, is nothing different than a Compass Bank or, uh, you know, an Amogee or somebody like that. It's kind of more, you know, regional or national bank. But I mean, they're not, we don't see a lot of BB&T BB banks, uh, branches here. They were just, oh, I'm going to my bank. You know, they got the money in the vault sitting back there and they're going to lend me this money and that, they're my bank, so they've got to be good. Well, you know, uh, the same story, you know, two weeks in, oh, we need another 20 days. That ain't going to work. They yeah. Clay, we're done. We close it on time. They didn't have to extend the contract. We closed that deal in eight days. So uh, we are- That's amazing. We, we can move extremely fast. Uh, like I said, it's all about control, and and you know uh, we were able to say, hey, this this deal is important. We're going to move Clay up in line. We're going to get it done, and control in that sense is 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 what really drew us there and exciting. And not to mention just uh, a lot of the stuff that they do from a perspective of marketing and pricing and all that stuff. But that's a lot of you know uh, back end things. But you know database management and all that. They they have some really um, interesting stuff that we're able to do there in their marketing department. So we, we were really attracted to that as well. Um, so that's, you know, really where we're moving into is, and, and myself, um, you know, uh, I still originate loans, so on and so forth, but I'm, I really want to grow, um, you know, our branch and, and we want to uh, have an opportunity maybe to have multiple branches throughout the Houston area, um, you know. Okay, and, yeah. And that's what we really want to do. Um, and so. Are there any other cross country branches now? Or are there, you the only one in the no, city? No, there's, there's a few um, here in town. Uh, one one loan officer in particular we keep running across, our, our manager is, uh, uh, I believe her name is, uh, I know her last name is Grube. I think it's Jennifer uh, Grube, G-R-U-B-E. And she seems to be a really good uh, producing uh, originator. Okay. We've, 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 uh, we've come across her, you know, uh, Works with some of the same agents that we do and things, and, and she's she's, she's cross country she's, also, uh -huh. but yep. not no affiliation with y'all. So if not, you have if you have multiple locations, then that would be obviously its own uh, individual yeah, I mean, entity. There could be multiple locations, and maybe uh, maybe they are part of our our group, not are not right. So right. we I mean we do have another office in Clear Lake. So uh, my brother Ryan Calkins and Cam Nallen uh, work down there. If you guys have worked with those, any of those those guys, that's that's they're in our Clear Lake office. Where uh, where are they located in Clear Lake? Right off Egret Bay, uh, Egret Bay and like NASA Rogue One in the corner there. Um, nice. So there's a little five-story building there that, that we're in. And, okay. And uh, that's where they're at. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, actually my brother had called me on the way over here and was just say, hey, you have to mention, you know, we got this thing done in eight days. And I said, yeah. No, that's huge. Yeah. I'll randomly hear ABC Morgan say, hey, well, we got a deal done in 12 days or, you know, we, we preach to agents that we can get stuff done in 20 days or 15 days. And I'm just thinking, you know, I don't know how much I believe that, you know, known you for a long time, known Clay for a long time. So yeah, shout out to you. And also, um, Clay, Houston Real Producers, everything we do is free for realtors. So reach out to us if you have, I want more South Houston representation. So uh, feel free to uh, connect us and uh, we'd love to uh, feature some now, of your you agents. Did you do the boat deal in Yeah, it was, last, it was last Thursday. It okay, was, we're in Kima. You had one in Conroe, so it was in Kima. Yeah, it was in Kima. Yeah, okay. yeah, I wish I wish Clay would, could have been on the boat. That would have been, uh, that would have been awesome. Um, all right, so Next question, what what do you think uh, loan officers are kind of looking for in a company? You know, I mean, if you're growing and building, right, which I'm assuming you are, what, mm. let's talk about that for a minute. You know, uh, I feel like, you know, you know, they obviously, you know, they want, they want to know about compensation and they want to know about, you know, your, your pricing and your rates, right? Um, but, you know, on the other hand, there's, uh, you know, uh, the culture is very important, right? And I, I think that we have a culture be yeah. uh, between, you know, 
first, cross-country culture is outstanding. Uh, and one thing I was looking for in a company is I wanted to work for a company that the CEO or someone high up or one of the owners was an actual originator or had been. Mm -hmm. um, that, because if you haven't originated loans, I think it's very difficult for you to understand what we need out in the field. And he was an originator. He, he grew the company organically. And, you know, there's several of them out there, but I just was attracted to this company for, for that reason. That was one thing that I really had to have um, if I was ever going to make a move. And uh, and they had that. Um, and uh, I think that's important from a, from a culture of the company. Uh, but each branch has its own culture, right? And so what our culture is, you know, I mean, we like to have a good time. We got people, you know, we have people there that uh, really care about your, you know, the loan officers and making sure that your loans get closed on time and, and, and every deal gets, you know, gets taken care of. Uh, we've got uh, some really talented people in that, in that regards. Um, you know, and I think that really in the end, a loan officer's utopia, so to speak, right, is to get, have great rates, get a get a, a great compensation, and really not have to mess with your loans very much, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they like to go out and have you know meet the realtors, get the business in. But I've never met a loan officer who just loves to uh, work on loans per se, right? right yeah. So if we can uh, take that piece of it and make it where it, it it's they don't have the stress and having to worry about. Uh, process them alone, right? But they've also got good compensation and uh, good rates. Then I think that's a combination that loan officers are, would be attracted to, and that's what we have created. Um, so it's you know, uh, and it's a balancing act because you've got to get talented people. It costs money uh, to have you know to pay a loan officer a lot of. Uh, a good compensation that wow, costs yeah. money, right? And so you, you and, and hey, we we got to still make a profit, right? You're, so it's it's uh, it, what that boils down to is you've got to have a group of really good seasoned loan officers who basically uh, are the majority of your business, and we're always trying to cultivate new loan officers, younger loan officers that are going to come up, but we do it in a way that we have a process there that they've got to go into. What you can have is, is people that really don't know what they're doing or that create bad situations or that overpromise and underdeliver and have them in your office because they will, it's, we're on Disruption Nation, if you disrupt the office like that on a consistent basis. In a bad way, yeah. It's, well, not, it's bad it's for not everybody. Right, correct. Yeah, you're gonna mm -hmm. ruin the relationship. And then, yeah, and so I was, I think you might have answered the question. I was just going to ask. I was, I was thinking about, you know, if you do hire somebody in that role to be a new loan officer, right? And then they don't want to be working on loans in the office, which I honestly, I agree with you. They need to be out, you know, doing the networking and building the relationships and meeting the new realtors to bring more business in. Okay. If you're out selling a service that, you know, I mean, how, um, I mean, I don't know, I guess, how can you, uh, you know, guarantee to, to the person that's out, you know, trying to bring the business in that the people that, you know, in-house are going to be able to, you know, take care of it. I mean, how many people are, are responsible for that or, you know, um, I mean, you said they, they got to know a little bit, they got to be seasoned, but mm -hmm. that, that, I mean, there's a balancing act there for sure. Sure. So are they, are they in well, a little bit and out, out a little bit right. or, or, or what? Because mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, well, I, feel, I feel like a lot of the good ones are in, you know, and then mm -hmm. they should be like, you're mm -hmm. talking, they should be out more. Right. You know, uh, I, I'm I not saying that they don't have to point. do anything on their loans. It it's all comes down to the structure, really, of their day, of their week, of what their where they focus their activities and when they do, and and how efficiently they do that. And then it also depends on how much their production they have. I mean, uh, a, a big loan officer closing 30, 40 million a year, something in that range. I mean, that's enough production for them to hire and support their own team, and then it becomes their responsibility more as to how their team runs, right? Mm -hmm. um, but not everyone is there yet, right? And you know, what we like to do is take the loan officer doing a million dollars a year, I mean, a million dollars a month of production or somewhere close to that, let's say 10 to 12 million a year, and teach them how to get to 30 million. But you, there's a gap there to fill, and in, 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 in the way that we do that is we use some shared resources um, to get them to a certain point and then we allow them to have their own resources. So some of the skills that they have to develop in order to become big is they have to learn how to actually manage some of those uh, uh, production, pe or, or, you know, production people as well or support people as well. And they've got to learn how to go out and, and they got to learn how to hire and do some things. If you want to get big, if you want to be a $12 million a year uh, originator forever, I, look, that's, that's not 
that's still a good living. That's not a terrible, uh, you know, uh, uh, pay or whatever, you know. But if you really want to get big, you, you've got to learn how to have a few people on your team, and you gotta you gotta manage those people. I mean, I, we can't manage your own people, but what I can manage are the people that are there to support you to help you get to that next level and really what what it boils down to is you know like i go back to kristen striegel she's a big piece of that without her it doesn't work because um she basically knows exactly how to uh you know uh find the right processors you know train them the way we want things done and then uh hold everybody accountable accountability is big um and it, it is you know. and that's one thing that i know that you're really good at and i, I mean i was gonna ask you were uh, were you recruited or you know to to cross-country mortgage or did uh did you find them and how did you build such a successful team in the past like what have you found the best way is to uh you know just to you know, find good people and, um, and grow as an organization. Yeah, so I mean, in the mortgage space. Yeah, one of the biggest things for me and uh, where my career really took off because there was a, you know, after 2007 we had the meltdown, right? Um, oh, yeah. You know, 2008 <laughs> well, we was, was was tough. Uh, 2009 it got just a little bit better. 2010 it started to get a little better, but breathing room. At that point in time, um, you know. Uh, and you know, I can thank Dixie Sanders for this because Dixie, uh, without her introducing me to the core, shout out Dixie. Uh, probably wouldn't none of this would have happened. The core uh, coaching, and some of you uh, out there probably are, are familiar with it. Great program. Um, you know, I was a core student for seven years. Now, I, you know, I, I, I'm not with them now, um, but you know, for seven years, I mean, I felt like that was long enough time for me to know exactly what I need to be doing, and and, that I, and you know. What I was able to do with that is take, you know, a lot of loan officers go to the core, they get big, but I took it and then, you know, regurgitated what I had learned to the loan officers and we just duplicated, you know, process of duplication. Uh, sure. at, at Envoy, fortunately, there was an opportunity there where I did inherit a, a pretty substantial number of loan officers in the short run at one point after I had been with them for a year or so. Uh, and by the time we combined the branch I had with the, with the branch that they needed a manager at, uh, almost grew overnight, right? But then we had to, of course, learn how to, uh, you know, keep all those loan officers happy and keep that right. thing going and, and, and keep the, increase the production and so on and so forth. And then some recruiting along the way. Um, but, you know, uh, the biggest, the you know, turning point in my career was actually when I became a student at the core. And so that, that, that gave me the tools I needed to understand what it meant to be uh, a good manager and what I needed to be doing to uh, make the success uh, or, or help my loan officer be successful because that, and that's, an, that's the name of the game if, if yeah. you're going to be a run a branch. Now, not everyone wants to run a branch and not, you know, and, and deal with some of the things that you have to deal with. Sure. You know, uh, that maybe you don't, you're not going to have to on a, on a daily basis as, a, as just a loan officer and, that, and there's, but you know, the key is to make sure that they're successful because if, if they are, then you, are. you will be. You oh know? yeah, so absolutely. It, it'll, it'll happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's you know uh, I think I answered the question. Yeah, no, you, know, you did. Kinda, yeah, no, you, kinda, you nailed it. Uh, we kind of got off, I got off on the tangent a little bit. But you're yeah, good. You're good. You're good. So hey, did you always uh, think you're going to be in the mortgage business, a loan officer? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't think anyone like you know that's what they aspire to be, right? I mean, how'd you, it, how'd you it, end up? It's really a funny story. Uh, so. Um, uh, I was, uh, I finished school uh, in San Marcos Southwest, but I, I didn't start there. I would, I, I played a little football in junior college, uh, went to Sam Houston State for a semester, didn't work out. I was basically back home living with my parents, kind of, you know, going to San Jack or whatever. And I had some buddies that I actually grew up with that were basically, you know, I was waiting tables and stuff and I really was not a very good waiter. I, it's just, I, I don't know, it, I, I hate it. But I just was like, well, this seems like- Didn't vibe know, with Ty. Uh, I had some buddies that were, they were like telling me about this uh, this place they worked at and they were selling cell phones. And they were like, you know, man, we make like $100 every activation and da 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 I had a couple friends that did, and, that, did and that. Check it out and so- <laughs> Selling um, cell phones. So I basically started selling cell phones and then um, <laughs> uh, I decided, hey man, you know, uh, I went out and visited some friends one weekend in, in, in San Marcos, Southwest Texas, and I was like, okay, I'm coming to school out here, I'm gonna finish out, I love this, this place is where I need to go. So I went out there and uh, I was, I kind of learned about this whole cell phone 
one deal and rack it and and, and it, it's I don't want to get too far into that but I, uh, I didn't work for the guy in Houston anymore I went to work for this guy in, in Austin and uh, uh, we had a rep with Sprint and I said hey I like how Sprint you know I like selling Sprint phones is there another person in Austin that has the same contract you know that this cell phone business owner had in Houston and they go yeah call this guy so um, uh, I called this guy and uh, I don't want to get into names and everything, but I called this guy in Austin and uh, basically uh, he said, yeah, I have that contract with Sprint, um, you know, come out and visit with me. So, you know, it, it, you're, it's a self-employed deal. I mean, you're 1099. It's not like, you know, it, and it's kind of a B2B thing. So, I mean, basically what I did was sit in the quad in between classes at Southwest and sold phones and we went to the flea market in, in, in San Antonio and did just whatever, sold phones. Man. I mean, you know, if you can sell... <laughs> 15 phones in a week, make 1500 bucks a week. I mean, that, that was yeah. a pretty good gig, right? But uh, he got tired of, of selling cell phones and it, the market got a little saturated on it and it kind of became uh, not as lucrative as a business. So uh, one day he calls me in his office, he goes, hey, um, I've got a good buddy, he went to school at um, TCU and he's been in the mortgage business a few years and uh, he's gonna move back here and we're gonna, we're gonna open a mortgage brokerage. And he goes, you're my best cell phone salesman guy and you want to sell loans or you want to be a loan officer. I was like, well, that's loan officer, cell phone salesman, loan officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super, um, yeah, that, that bridge makes perfect and, sense. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, I am studying finance at Southwest Tech, so I was like, sure, seems to work hand in hand, which they have nothing to do with each other, really. But uh, um, <laughs> I, uh, I said, sure. Let's, let's go. go. Yeah, let's go. And so... I was a loan officer. I mean, this is how it happened. There you uh, go. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a little different back then. I mean, it was not nearly the amount of regulation. Uh, didn't take very long to get licensed. Got licensed. Did the whole thing and and started doing loans. And I mean, that's that's just where it started. And so um, I was still going to school. hadn't quite finished yet. And it, that's that's where we got going. So it was just by chance. I didn't wasn't seeking it out. Sure, sure, sure. Just just happened. I, just happened. No, I love these because yeah, I've known you for a long time, and I, I didn't I never knew that. I never knew mm -hmm. how you got into it. Cool deal. All right. So back to current status, where you are. I want to get I want to get some of the nitty gritty, some of the like mm -hmm. you know the real substances as far as like you know, um, you know how you make money. What are some of your favorite things that you do? in the office and know y'all um, you know provide a high level of customer service to the agent that's bringing you the deals and obviously the, you know, the person that you're uh, doing the loan for um, but um, whether it be you know some software or uh, like an email campaign or mm -hmm. just some of the stuff that's you know always that you know what are some of your go-to's yeah, yeah that, 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 that make you mm -hmm. money so um, one thing that I think is very important is that you actually uh, meet with your borrower face to face in person, um, uh, I, I think that's huge. Um, it's uh, it, it takes more work. It's it's um, you know you you got to be there. You can't just fire stuff off over the internet and everything. But that's where you uh, gain their trust and their loyalty, and, and I think that's important. That's that's one of our big go tos is try to meet every client in person. The other thing is is to update the everyone involved in the transaction, you know, continuously and very consistently throughout the process. And then, you know, after you close a transaction and you have your past clients, is you have to stay in communication with them. And you know, that's through emails, mailers, and and we do an event for our past clients at least once a year where we uh, basically, you know, uh, more or less throw a party and invite them out and and and, um, and uh, have a good time and you know. Uh, we give away a lot of uh, door prizes and things like that, and so. Uh, How many of those do you do you know, a year? Well, we do one for sure once a year, um, and if the loan officers want to do additional on top of that, they can. But at the branch, we sponsored one once a year, uh, you know, for shoot as long last at least seven, eight years or something. And, and, and usually, what we do is, or what we've always done is, is go to St. Arnold's Brewery. We rent out one of the rooms there, and nice. we bring our clients there, and, and, and just drink some beer and, and feed them and have a good time. So. Um, uh, I'm not sure if we're going to get it done this year because we're a little late in the game getting there and leaving, and that's one of those things that kind of got missed. And so, we'll, we'll, but we'll do something to, to figure it out, um, and we may just do something at our office, well, but one way or the other. Meeting, meeting with all the borrowers—that's huge. I mean, how many how many loans um, is per per month are, are you guys are doing just uh, on West Gray? So right, right now we're uh, you know we're at like about 30 loans a month right now. Okay, so. and then, and that's between how many people? That's four. All right. Yeah. And so, uh, so y'all are pretty diligent about meeting with all 30? 
Well, you know, uh, each hey, look, each loan officer. I mean, that's this is this is that's always been my go-to as an originator. Mm -hmm. I know that the the guys that are more successful in our office, that's what they do. I know, and that's also a, you know something I learned in the core. Uh, you know what it does. I mean, it just keeps people loyal. I mean, uh, there's it's so easy. I, I think it's huge. No, I, I know how valuable you know. it is. You know, well, I mean, that, that, that's the reason. It's, it's, just it's how you really about can that. alleviate getting shot. I mean, you know, right? And, and, yeah. And, and you know, when the initial conversation is more about selling the appointment than uh, basically uh, you know talking about rate and firing that off because what you'll learn pretty quick is the people that come in to see you you're going to get their loan and the ones that don't what you were going to end up doing is doing work on their loan anyways and doing an application and then sending them over an estimate of some sort and and then what they're going to do is go shop you and then sure. I just spent an hour on this person and I didn't get the loan anyways and you know, rather than if I can find out up front, if this if I get this person to come in and see me, then I'm you know there's a high, the, the the conversion is so much higher. Qualify your people. All right, advertising. What do you do in uh, in that department? Not a lot, but one one of the big things is Houston Real Producers, and we're here on Disruption Nation today, and that's 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 big. One of our uh, first lenders, you know, as a partner with Houston Real Producers. So yeah, big yep. shout out. Uh, Love working with you guys. Yeah, and, uh, we. You know, uh, I don't know how long we've been buying knives from you, but a long time. True. Yeah, <laughs> probably like you know pushing pushing ten years, you know, buying uh, buying Cutco for uh, for closing gifts. So appreciate that too. But uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, uh, if Taylor would have came and go, hey, be in my magazine, I'd been like, no, because I, you know I, I don't I don't think that typically that's where your best business and a lot of But when he said, hey, but we're going to have a party once a, and we're going to do these kind of things, then for me that's that makes sense, right? Relationship wise, um, you know. To me, uh, there's you got marketing and you have prospecting, right? So marketing mm -hmm. is like, hey, I'm going to be in a magazine, I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to be on the radio, things like that. It, it work. It does, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I mean, look at Quicken Loans, right? But how much money has Quicken Loans had to spend, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, over a long period of time to, uh, you know, get to where Quicken Loans is, right? So they they advertise, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a different Big time. that's a different business model, right? It is. Um, it is for sure. You know. I, and we used to, I used to try advertising and things like that. I don't, there's not a lot out there that I see advertising wise that's super effective. I, I do think there's some things where like, uh, and I'm not, um, I am not well versed in it at all, but I do know there's stuff now where on Facebook you can really get, you know, uh, lead capture things. And I think from what I've understood, that's, there's some good success there, but you know, Really, for us, it's relationship and prospecting more than you know, uh, yeah, advertising, and know? that's so, and that, that's um, kind of what I'm gathering. Just you know, which mm -hmm. said a second ago about meeting with all the borrowers, you know, it's kind of mm -hmm. the same thing being in front of the people that you want to be in front of, you know, and um, and so that's why we, you know, have obviously have a, a relationship, but I've enjoyed working with you because with you know, Houston Oil Producers, I mean, we personally vet every person that we bring into the deal, it's not just something you know, you throw mm -hmm. money at and you're sure. in, you know, we want good people that you know, are reputable, have you know, you're already working with a handful of the top uh, 500, top thousand realtors in uh, greater Houston, so yeah, man, it's been it's been uh, great so far. All right, um, every business has a secret weapon. What would your secret weapon be? You know, maybe like a habit or uh, something that Clay and you and Sean have come up with that, you mm -hmm. know, um, you would credit a lot of success to. Wow, our secret weapon. Um, you know, our it, secret weapon. It could be something really simple that you're just really good at. I, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I, it's, it, the, it's kind of like um, everybody, you know, kind of, it, it, we're, we're different, so we complement each other. You know, uh, me and Sean are, are, are completely, you know, uh, different in the way that we do things, but it's, when you combine it all together, it's it works. Uh, one, one secret weapon, I'm trying to think of something. Um, you know, uh, I gotta keep going back to it because, you know, behind the scenes, there's people, I mean, you know, Kristen Striegel's probably our secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I say the same thing about Blaine all the time. And, 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 I, and I shouldn't even say it because I've been trying to keep her secret forever and then when when as soon as she's not secret anymore we got people you know beating on her door and then i and i gotta pay her more but um you know, <laughs> and and she's worth it but uh she's she's our you know honestly she's uh the backbone of it from that perspective but the the probably the biggest thing really is that you know i think we've always we're friends and, and you know people uh, will tell you in business don't hire your friends 
And there's been instances where that is very true, and I've been through situations. But, you know, uh, myself, Sean, Cam Nallen, my brother, I mean, we, we were friends and we were we were buddies in Southwest Texas and, and just wow. naturally, organically, all good you, friends. You in school, Sean? Yeah. So right. Sean and I were Southwest. My brother came there uh, after high school, okay. was, was there, lived with me. That's awesome. And I met Cam Nallen. Uh, in a statistics class, like you know, um, Cam's still with you. And Cam's still with me. Is he over there? On the he's in Clear Lake. Yeah. Man, I've seen and, him a long time. Uh, you know, what up, Cam? Shout out to you, man. And I, I think one of the biggest things is that we're friends. We're genuinely friends. Like we hang out, and, and wouldn't matter if we work together or not. We're all friends. Yeah. And that's a that's, double bonus. And that's big. Well, there's you know trust and just a lot of things, but. Um, I, yeah, I think that's one of the big ones, and, and, and that's anybody huge. that's still, you know, Kristen's been with us for a long time. I that's mean, we're, we're all we're that's all genuinely friends, and I, I think that's you don't see that everywhere, and that's huge. I mean, um, it, it, no. it makes the culture really uh, fantastic. I so. think that's awesome, you know. And a lot of people, you know, oh, are you going to go in the family business? Like it's not a big thing. I mean, how if you get to work with your family, you know, and everything, everybody's in good standings. That's great. Or if like you're doing, I think that's phenomenal just to be able to work with people that, that you like. I mean, most people aspire to be able to, you know, to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always said that growing up, I was like, man, if I could figure out a way to make money with all my friends, you know, like, I mean, what's better, what's better you than know, that? That so was my mindset. That, that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, I can see that, you know, attributed to a lot of y'all's success. Yeah. I mean, it's no fun if you got all the money and they don't have any, or you have to pay for everything. So you might as well teach them how to make money, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tabs on you tonight. All right, um, all right. No, you're busy again. Thank you for being here. But uh, uh-huh. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about your uh, just your day to day schedule, the life of uh, you know day and the life of uh, of Ty. Yep. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Right now, my day is not as uh, structured as what it has been, but um, in the past, and we're, I'm getting back there. Uh, it's a little making a change and being, you know, a little harem scare There's some things that well, I yeah. I mean, going from, going from you know, <laughs> but, anytime you switch companies and all the logistics, that, that that'll slow anybody down. So yeah. don't 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 feel bad. Like but, I, I've made some adjustments uh, in my, my organization, and it's not 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 super fun. I can tell you <laughs> what. Uh, for me, what works um, is. Uh, when I actually have my day planned out, day day in day out, um, on you know like my Outlook calendar, and I'm kind of filling in the blanks. For instance, like, like let's say today would have uh, on a Thursday, it might have been like, okay, hey, what I'm going to do this morning, you know, uh, I'm going to get in at you know uh, 8:30, whatever, 8 o'clock. I might go over do a quick pipeline review with my team. And that's on my schedule. They know when it is, so we're going to meet from eight thirty to nine, right? We're going to do a little. Uh, hey, I'm, it, where are we at on everybody? Is there any big problems that I need to solve? So on and so forth. And then from like, let's say from nine to nine to, and, and this would be kind of a, a power hour deal. But let's just say from nine to ten, or even nine to eleven. Um, you know, I'm going to call every single person in my pipeline that is pre-approved and out looking, right? Because. Uh, that's a huge deal because let's say that this person, uh, uh, you know, uh, needed uh, something done to their pre-approval letter, and they're going to go out and look over the weekend, and mm-hmm. they're trying to call me on Saturday, and hey, I need a pre-approval letter. You got me two fifty, but we want to go two seventy-five, and you know, I'm doing whatever on Saturday, and I, you know, but if I call them on Thursday, I can do it on Friday, and you know, yeah, get it done. So, uh, so like I might have something like on a Thursday. Okay, hey, meet with my team. Two hours of calling all my pre-approved borrowers. Okay, I'm going to go to lunch. Uh, it's going to be with a you know a realtor, somebody that I want to do business with. Uh, the afternoon would be like, hey, I'm going to set slots to meet with those uh, uh, borrowers as they come in, and um, and then maybe you know Thursday uh, I have got a happy hour planned, right? So what would happen? So. So what would that would look like is every Thursday would look like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe the happy hour would be every Thursday, but say every other Thursday or every third Thursday I have a happy hour. But every Thursday I'm doing kind of the same thing. Meet with my team, do this lunch with somebody important, meet with my clients in the afternoon. That way my team knows. Hey, when 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 they're going to schedule somebody to come in to see me, and that's the that's the trick uh, and meet with your borrowers face to face is that you you know you have a time slot when they're going to be there you fill and you just fill those in so if i can look at my calendar two to three weeks out and and i can see that you know me with bar me with bar but me with bar becomes the jones family you know the smiths the this and i can see that going two weeks out and yeah. i can see all my lunches are filled out with you know whatever realtor all the way down you know down the line you know i got ty clam i got a band anhorn i got 
That's huge. Sam Caratella, I got you know them all planned out, you know, and I see that and I go, hey, I got my next two weeks. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like there's no room for me to, uh, you know, uh, like just kind of like, hey, uh, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. What am I doing today? Uh, yeah. Uh, that that for me was probably one of the biggest epiphanies or things that I learned uh, was 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 doing that because you're not gonna hit that calendar perfect, but I, if you could do eighty percent. Of it, yeah, things are gonna move, you know. But yeah, that's you're huge. organized. You know where you're supposed to be, and and you somebody help done. somebody helping you book that. Do you book it all yourself? You know, it, hey, look, it depends on where you're at in your career, right? And how many people you have and can afford to work for you, right? I mean, that's all around production. But uh, you know, uh, ultimately, as a producing branch manager, you got two jobs. You got to manage the branch. You got to manage this. So you got to have somebody on your team that is doing that stuff. But me personally, I have to sit down and set that calendar up, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's a matter of my team filling the blanks in. Cool. All right. Combination so, of both. And then you're, I'm sure you're always peppering stuff in there also, but well, that, yeah, that's you, good. I was just, you yeah, make a little just, tweak or, hey, this is not really working at this time or, hey, whatever, and, but you make tweaks and so on and so forth. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it lets you know, hey, where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be there, when I'm supposed to be getting done that day. And, and typically it, it makes you feel good that you got, uh, you had a good day that day. If you got, hey, I knocked all this stuff out and you can look back, hey, man, look at all the stuff I did. Yeah. Instead of kind of being very random, you know, so um, it, it, that, that's, a, that's a big, uh, that's a key. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So somebody that may be getting into the mortgage business, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Maybe, you know, new starting out. Um, you know, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of realtors what, listening, or I think there might be, but you know, it's the same thing. I mean, it's very difficult just to come in and go, Hey, I'm gonna be a loan officer and you know, like be successful. Right. I mean, sure. it's, 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 you, I think one of the biggest things is go work for someone who's already in the business and work on their team. Get on a team. Um, yeah. That's the fastest way to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the, you know, you, you know, look, you have to understand that this person that you're going to go to work for is going to give you the nod, teach you. So you, you have to be willing to give, give something back in the short run to, to, you know, to get there. You know, you're, you're basically, and, and here's what, here's how we kind of uh, do a junior loan officer program is, you know, we bring this person in, we get them licensed. And then what we do is, Hey, look, you're going to take the applications for the senior loan officer. And, and because, you know, and taking an application, just getting the information is not in itself very complicated, right? It's then what do you go do with it? And then they start to learn what to do with it over time because what happens is they get a lot more at bats, right? So if I'm as Joe Blow, hey, I'm going to be, you know, I'm brand new loan officer on the street, right? And I go to uh, Renee Sorolla, right? That's somebody on here and you know. Uh, right, Renee, I'll, can I get your business? Well, how long have you been doing this? Well, I, I just started. I started. He's going to go, are you crazy? Because when, you know, when, uh, you know, they refer their client over to this new loan officer and he messes it up. I mean, it's a reflect, not only is he, his commission's at Jeopardy, right? I mean, it's his reputation and then it's oh, yeah. everything else and it's a bad yeah. experience. So uh, there's just, uh, the, the mortgage business is just, uh, there's not an, I don't know that there's another um, uh, business out there where it's true that you really do learn from your mistakes. And real estate's the same way, but you you have to make a whole lot of mistakes before you get good at it. And it's like, and some of those mistakes are extremely painful. And there's some people that are oh really sure piss people off, cost a lot of money. You know, you know, yeah, furious at you. And it's like, I mean, literally, uh, I have I've had loan officers in the past. I mean, I'm talking just they go, they run, they use how hide, they like dig a hole and hide because the problem is they create. I can't hear this. Too bad. Big. And by the time it gets to me, this person's gonna this realtor is gonna turn into a monster. The bar is gonna come to my house. It's It's gonna be awful. uh, It's just hilarious. I mean, it's not a waste of the time because it's very because I get the phone call at the end. I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sorry if you're going through it. It's already so far gone. (laughs) It's so bad of a situation. I'm I'm going. Oh man, how do we? How, do we, how did you even get here? And I was like, so he won't. They won't call you back. They haven't called us back. They don't even know where they're. You know, they won't. I'm like, oh. And I try to call them, and they, you know, I'm like, oh, they've done, they're hiding out. They, you know, right? Yeah, so yeah. It, uh, it, yeah. If that ever happened, that's just a terrible situation, and it hadn't been that much, but it's happened. But uh, I, I think it's just you got to learn how to gain experience. You know, there's some other options out there. You know, uh, you could maybe go to work at Chase Bank, or. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, right? I mean, you know, that's a good place because they're gonna they're handing you the the, the, the business, right? Sure. But 
you know, you get paid less. Um, and, you know, obviously, probably a lot of the agents know that, <laughs> yeah, that's where the rookie loan officers go. That's why those transactions seem to fall apart uh, more often than not. But, you know, uh, look, anywhere that you can go and you can actually, you know, you can get leads, uh, you can generate leads that's probably not reliant upon a relationship because you got to learn somewhere and that's where it's going to be. I mean, it's at bats really is what it boils down to. So, so I will say this realtors, if you're looking for, if you have a loan officer that may be looking for a home, tell them to reach out to Ty with uh, cross country because I'm um, bonafide and they're growing and they're going to grow fast. So I'm, I'm excited to, to watch what you guys do. And, and speaking of that, uh, what, what do you plan on being different in the next one to five years, just in, you know, the Houston market where you kind of, where do you see things going in the Houston market? Yeah. The Houston market. And then just also yeah. within well, your organization, I mean, right what are your now, thoughts? I think everyone is feeling uh, uh, the pain of, of rising interest rates uh, obviously um, you know uh, rates start to go up I mean you're you know your clients you talked to two months ago and you quoted them this and now it's that they're like huh well you know what happened uh, that's that's a tough situation uh, in any rising interest rate environment for loan officers I mean it is it is it's tough um, uh, people shop harder because all of a sudden now you know it just affected their uh, purchase power right so uh, interest rates I mean for the foreseeable future are going to continue to creep up um, you know, Houston is, uh, you know, one thing about Houston that is a, a big driver of our real estate market is price of oil. Um, luckily, uh, that's, we're starting to, you know, see a rebound there. Uh, I think it's been where it's at, set $70 range, 72 maybe or something for, for quite a while. But, you know, hey, from where we were at several years ago and below 50, um, it's starting to um, it's starting to uh, come back. As a matter of fact, I mean, I have a really good friend that they've got a ranch in South Texas, and and you know they uh, had signed a lease for a company to come out and drill on it several years ago. Then mm -hmm. they put it on this, and they just came back and started. So that tells me, you know, it, the the price is getting there to where the companies are starting to go out and, and, and drill again, which is good for Houston, right? Um, um, it's not great for oil prices. It's not great for a lot of other places. In the country. But for us here, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's a it's a definite driver of our housing market. Um, uh, I think that's big. The other thing is, um, and it's this is one that maybe uh, is, uh, and this is just industry wide. Um, but uh, you know, we we there's you know artificial intelligence starting to come into our business in the sense of some things yeah. that have to get done. That's uh, true. We were hearing that earlier. Yeah. Um, what we have heard about some different companies out there uh, talking about hiring artificial intelligence type. I don't know if they're robot. I don't know. You know, handle some of the things in the, in the secondary market on the back end of, of stuff that I guess, um, you know, doesn't take a lot of personal interaction or something, but stuff that gets has to get done on these on these loans after they close and when they fund and when they're getting shipped to investors and things like that. There's yeah. things a lot of stuff that can get done. Uh, That's going to be wild to watch. Well, I mean, you can think about hey, a processor, right? I mean, it's I don't you know, a processor can only, they only got so much time. They can only want to you know so much, and then they're like, huh. I mean, I guess a robot you just keep handling loans and all yeah. day and every day, and they yeah, just yeah. keep doing it, right? They, they but just, they just keep feeding. How do they learn? I don't know, man. It's 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 to me, it's a it's a uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a, uh, I don't know if it's a scary situation, weird situation. I don't know, but I mean, it's out there. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's exciting. I mean, I think it's going to get, you know, I mean, some people might be scared if it, uh, you know, it has something to do with uh, actually their job, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, I think it's going to, we'll, 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 we'll find out, you know, it could be exciting for, uh, for a lot. Um, any charities or, uh, you know, shout outs you want to give, do y'all do, uh, anything as far as, I don't know, Habitat for Humanity or any, uh, charities that. Um, Anything y'all do for the community? Yeah, you know, uh, you give a shout a out quarter, to myself, I've partnered with Ty Clam and we go uh, do, um, uh, we'll volunteer somewhere with our time once a quarter at, at you know, we've done uh, the Houston Food Bank uh, numerous occasions. And then the yeah. last one we did was in Richmond. We went to, a, <laughs> I called bingo at a, uh, I, I guess like an elderly or retired or whatever, they, we were down, we were at the Civic Center or whatever, and they ha they have this deal where they come in and they play bingo, and I called bingo for like two or three hours that day. It was, oh, nice! It was hilarious. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, you know, they really, like when you win, you win like a roll of toilet paper or. or anything. <laughs> this is, you know, it was, yeah. it was a lot. It was just a lot of fun. We fed them and all that. Um, there's a couple different, uh, you know, um, uh, mission uh, trips, you know, that I've. Uh, 
donated money to over the years. Uh, one that goes to South Africa. There's there's a group now that's uh, down in South America. Um, I've given uh, a, a good amount of money to, to Traypac over over the years um, through that. Um, there's uh, you know uh, uh, cross country in itself is uh, they've done a lot through Sunshine Kids. Um, awesome. You know at Envoy, Matt, we did the whole. Uh, I heard. Uh, uh, Gordon talking earlier about you know doing the, the bicycle thing at Christmas and that we we we've worked with a lot of that's, yeah, organizations that's, that we've done the I, backpacks, I that. We've done the bicycles, all that stuff, and you know that's great. <laughs> that's what we we're on with. So <clears throat> those are you know uh, some of the some of the uh, groups there that you know we've you know we've done some charitable stuff. Some of it's been myself doing it. Some of it's as a group, but um, I think. Like I, time is hard, but I, it's important too. You know, if you can give a little time, I mean, it's it's is easier to stroke a check and say here, here you go. But uh, sometimes the time to go put it that's that's just that's good for the soul too because you get you know doing the work. So I try to do that at least once a quarter or so. That's awesome, man. You guys are uh, doing a lot with a lot and a lot of spaces. So that's great. All right, so I got a. Uh, just kind of wrap up. I got eight great questions. These are designed to be fast, just you know, uh, rapid fire style, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, what was the uh, what was the last book you read? So I uh, I'm not a huge reader. I'm just not. Uh, but but my mom is. She reads like I don't know, man. Like a not book your mom, week. man. You. Uh, but she gave me a book to read, and I'm reading it. I'm reading a book right now that she gave me. She thought it'd be a great book for what we're doing and going through. Okay. And this book is written by Urban Meyer. All right. Uh, you know. Uh, great college football coach and it's called above the line and um it's it's a really good book and i'm, I'm you know through the first few chapters on so that's what i'm reading right now. nice okay uh favorite tv show netflix uh urban Some, um, i'm sorry uh street outlaws street outlaws <laughs> all right man i don't even know that one that sounds good all right let's see uh favorite band musical artist oh um shoot man i that is I, pandora station i don't know what do you like spotify <laughs> pandora station <laughs> Uh, what you to? I'm terrible with music. It is. I li I'm not saying I'll never listen to music, but man, when I really probably my favorite country Red, rap, Red, Red Hot Pop. Chili Peppers over the years. There we go. Classic rock, some Red Hot Chili Peppers. That'll work. Um, hobbies, hidden talent. Oh, so uh, hobby or hidden talent, whatever. Right now, um, I, uh, I've, I've taken, on, to no time. taken on a new hobby. Um, what you doing, man? Uh, I am. This guy can build and fix anything. By I am. Way. I am racing and uh, are starting to. I'm actually working with a uh, driving instructor now, racing drive, race car driver instructor to race in a uh, spec Miata league. So basically, you take a, a, a Miata. I've got a '99 Miata. I've been working on. I've done all this stuff to it and turn into a race car. And you get uh, about 30 other guys out there, maybe. Some girls, I don't know, but I'm mainly guys. And sure. about, and you get in a Miata, and you, and it's a road course, and you just you, you know you get out and you race Miata versus Miata. That sounds awesome, um, man. But it's kind of like you know big go karts or something out there, right? Hell but yeah. It's, uh, but it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, it gives me an entirely new perspective on on auto sports. Right? You know, like you know, you oh, watch them drive, and you're like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's you're just going yeah, in oh, circles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, that that does it, sound like a lot. It goes into it. It's 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 something that um, just kind of started doing okay. over the last year or so. We got to talk more about that later. That sounds good. All right, best restaurant in town, in your opinion? What do you like to eat there or order there? Oh man, there's I, so many, right? Shandy's. Shandy's? I haven't even been there. What do you? What? what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Shandy's Cafe. Okay. What do you eat there? Oh man. Uh, it's uh, oh, my favorite is. Uh, uh, you been to Shandy's? <laughs> where, where's Shandy's? We'll look up the address. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> where's it at, man? What part of town? Oh man, it's just right off of Memorial. Okay. Um, what do you eat there? Oh man, I, uh, probably my favorite thing is her uh, shrimp fresca. Shrimp fresca. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, loyal brands, products, something that you can't live without. Oh uh, man, something. <laughs> Waterburger. There you go. All right. We <laughs> <laughs> good for Shandy's the Waterburger. It's great. Um, all right, you might already answer this one, but you know, what's your dream car? Um, if you could buy uh, any car in the world, man. Oh uh, man. I know you're having fun. In I've your... been. Uh, trying to figure out how to how to buy my dad's '55. He's got this '55 Chevy in the garage. That's just uh, I'm just in love with that car, and uh, he won't sell it to me because because he he won't sell it to me because he he, he feel bad about making a profit. 
but, but, but you know, but no matter. You know, so, I, but I could go buy one if I wanted to. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 man, I, I, you want that one? I've, okay, you know, I've I, some, I think that's a cool dream car because it's like, and it, it's even rougher because it's like you you can't get it because you got it's right there and you won't let you have it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can go find it, but I mean, it's really uh, cra crazy to watch uh, classic cars now. Their their value is, uh, I mean, they're, it's like almost buying a house now. I mean, yeah. you can almost count on it. And he the other day he made a comment like, "I'll trade you the '55 for your vet." And I was kind of like, no, that's stupid. And then I was like, thought about it for a second. I said, okay, well, that vet's probably going to go down in value over the next four or five years. And that 55 is going to go. I said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 2016 Z06 for his 55 shit. He didn't, and he, won, he, he, he threw it out there. And then he, he kind of goes, well, I was like, yeah, that 55 will be worth. Did you talk all that out in front of him? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, there you well, go. Well, first, you know. Was... <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I think out loud all the time. All right. Um, best advice that you ever got? Who gave it to you? Best advice I ever got um, and who gave it to me? You know, uh, what gets measured gets done. Man, that's awesome. And I like that one. That's a great one. Yeah. What gets measured gets done. And that one, I've uh, and I've Where'd heard it that? more than once, but the first time I heard it, and it, it uh, uh, was from Jim Van Steenhouse, uh, who is the owner of uh, one uh, Interlink Mortgage, which is a company I worked for for a little while. Yeah, that's where we met. Mm -hmm. um, how can our viewers, listeners get a hold of you? Best way is uh, you can uh, just call my cell phone, text me. Um, I'm not uh, uh, as busy as Gordon is these days. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh. you can't. You can't get all of me. No, uh, so my phone number, 832-439-8662. You can email me, uh, ty.smith at myccmortgage.com. Uh, message me on Facebook. I mean, you know. Uh, on Google, is it just Cross Country Mortgage Houston? Will that find you? Uh, you know, if you go to Cross Country Mortgage and, and, and put Houston, there is several branches. Just look for the one on West Gray. There you go. Um, yeah, or look for my name in there. Uh, you can go to the corporate site and pull me pull me down. Uh, just put in my name and it'll it'll pop up. So they they their corporate site's pretty good as far as finding uh, the loan officers and everything. That is awesome. Well, hey Ty, thank you again so much for oh, being yes, on yeah, Disruption Nation. We awesome. appreciate it. We drop these every single Thursday, so you can also download it. Um, like us on the uh, on the YouTube channel or follow us there, and then uh, we're on Spotify podcast. So we will see you next Thursday. Taylor Wade off for Disruption Nation with Mr. Ty Smith, Cross Country Mortgage. We're out of here. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Disruption Nation. Don't forget we drop new episodes every Thursday on YouTube, the Apple Podcast Store, Stitcher, CastBox, and of course Spotify. If you like what we're doing and want to help, please like, follow, and friend us on all your favorite social media platforms under the handle Houston Real Producers.